is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Welcome back to the Posse, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you who are listening, thanks for tuning in. I've got a fantastic guest. I can't wait. This is actually the first time I've had a repeat guest, somebody who was who appeared on the Health IT Marketer podcast years ago. And for the first time, I've got somebody who, I, who I'm bringing back. So I've got Nick Adkins on the program today. And Nick is just one of my favorite people. Like, can I, can I say that, Nick? You're just one of my favorite human beings. I really appreciate so welcome Nick. that. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I like you too. So it's good to be back. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not the only person to think that. I, I know that. So you have an air about you, and it's it's so fun to engage with you and connect with you. You know, there's so many different ways we can go today, but we, what we want to cover are a few different just things that are in, being involved in your world. And uh, man, it's a it's a fun world to be in. Uh, I'll tell you what, just being in healthcare in general, but some of the other things that that are going on in the world, it's a lot of fun. So I want to first and foremost, you know. Besides welcoming you to the program, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself a little bit and tell listeners a little bit about you know, kind of where you are now, how you got there, however much detail you want to share about that, and then we'll get into our rap battle because we've got a really cool topic today. Yeah, man. Thanks. Well, I'm still in Portland, Oregon, and still giving out pink socks all around the world. That uh, has really taken off. Andrew Richards and I started giving away those socks at Hims in Chicago in 2015. So here we are in 2019, and you know, wow, the, the pink sucks tribe all around the world has grown to over 50,000 people. We don't really have a true accounting of what that number is. That, that number is really based on the number of socks we've given away. But people all around the world have started gifting other things that are pink socks related. So hats, scarves, lapel pins, buttons, cakes, cookies, you name it. Somebody gave me some ice cube trays in the shapes of little mustaches. It's just all built around this gifting ethos, people connecting and and having fun times, happy, smiley people all around the world. So it's uh, it's really been quite fantastic to watch that. I get up every morning and search the hashtag Pink Socks on Twitter and, and routinely have my mind blown to see people celebrating each other every day all around the world, doing good things in their community. So just very grateful for that. Well, we're grateful for the Pink Socks tribe in general and for that type of vibe that gets put out there in the world as a result. We're going to dive into that a little bit, but first we're going to get started on a rap battle where we're going to kind of ease into that story and, and figure out how it has to do with career progressions for younger professionals. We want to be able to offer some some thoughts there. So here, we'll get right into that. Rap battle! Because Rap Battle is the segment where we 
challenge the status quo of healthcare. We challenge what has been going on in the past and the way things, the way we've done things in the past, and just said, is there a better way to do things? And so it might be in marketing or IT or technology or business, but it could be anything to do with that. And today, having to do with pink socks, you know, let's let's just get right into that, Nick. You know, most people know the story of of the tribe. I feel by now, and and I think you'd agree, but. A lot keeps happening with it, so maybe it's time for a little refresher in terms of kind of where things are now and kind of what's going on with the tribe. You know, sometimes it's difficult for people to get their minds around what it's about, especially for marketeers, because in marketing you're you're always promoting one thing. Typically, you know, you're promoting a brand, a corporation, you're behind some logo. Well, the Pink Sox Tribe isn't about that. It isn't about any one company logo, mission, brand. It's a celebration of a lot of people. So the the movement, the Pink Sox movement, is really a pair. Paradox. It's a movement that's made up of multiple missions. You know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. It's a great opportunity for us to promote ourselves and say, "Hey, look at me." What the Pink Sox Tribe is, it's an opportunity for you to say, "Hey, look at what she's doing. Look at what he's doing. Let's celebrate them today." And you know, that's really whether it's about the Pink Sox Tribe or it's about you trying to be successful at work or successful even in life. You know, we have to do this together. It's not all about. Just one thing. It's about all of us making it happen, and that's really where the magic is on the Pink Socks. Is that you know you've got this tribe around the world that is like-minded people, happy, smiley people who are sharing and creating and innovating and being part of something that's not the status quo. They're being part of this change. They're agents of change in whatever organization or community they're in, and they're really trying to do the best thing they can for the world. Promote good things, good energy, and that's fun to watch. And nobody wants to be part of something that's all negative and gloom and doom, and you know, focusing on the negative. It's it's fun to be part of something that when you see stuff go by in the Twitter sphere in your feed, that it's always positive, it's uplifting, it's promoting things that are moving forward. You know, there's there's plenty of people that can point you toward gloom and doom and, and negative news. And yeah, there's a lot of that out there. But I found that the people who are successful in life, who are successful in business, are the people who focus on the positive, that are looking forward, that are looking for solutions and not just identifying problems. It doesn't take a genius to identify problems and to say, well, this, this is what's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got that. Where real leaders stand out is when you can identify what the solutions are. What is our path forward on this? You know, we use this hashtag out there on, on the Twitter sphere, hashtag GSD, you know, get shit done. And when you look at the Pink Sox tribe around the world, those people, man, they're, they're GSD. Whether they're in the UK and NHS, whether they're in large health systems here in the US, whether they're in the Netherlands, whether they're in Germany, France, you name it, the Netherlands, Australia, these are people who are on the front line, whether they're in the C-suite, whether they're taking care of patients, whether they're patients. These are people who are affecting change for the better. And for me, those are the people I want to see. Those are the people I want to follow. Those are the people I want to celebrate. And that's what we're doing. It has just kept spreading. What areas of healthcare are there the biggest opportunities these days to kind of take advantage of and, and, and use positivity to make a difference? I think the whole spectrum. I mean, the whole chain there, the whole delivery system. I mean, from, from the moment you walk into a hospital or a doctor's office, that first interaction you have at the front desk, it's all based on kindness. The ability for someone to say, you know, I feel like I'm being seen here, that I'm not just another number. I'm not just that patient chart. I'm not a patient. I'm me. 
this is Jared, this is Nick. There's a great movement that started in the UK, a guy named Chris Poynton. He and his late wife, Kate Granger, who was a doctor in the UK that, that got diagnosed with cancer and ultimately passed away. They started a movement called Hello My Name Is. It's hashtag Hello My Name Is. All based on this premise that when Kate was sick and had to, she was a doctor and now she became a patient, had to go into the system. She found that, you know, wow, she's just laying in the hospital bed and people were coming in to treat her and, and there was nothing personal. She just felt like she got lost as a person. So they started this project where all the badges of the people that came in a room started out with, hello, my name is, and then their first name. So real big letters around their name badge. Hello, my name is Jared. Hello, my name is Ben. Hello, my name is Susan, et cetera. To humanize the experience because think about it. People in the hospital, we don't go there because we're at our best. We don't go there because we're happy. We go there because we're sick. People are being having experiences at the worst part of their life sometimes. And what you really want to do is feel that human connection and that, hey, I really am being cared for here. There's some empathy happening in this room that this doctor or this nurse, this technician, they're really seeing me. They're holding my hand. They're calling me. I'm calling them by their name. We don't feel so disconnected. We feel connected as humans. And that's really effective in, in the overall healing process and the whole customer service experience process of, of being inpatient. And so that movement, also a global movement, all around the world, I mean, hospital systems all around the world have incorporated this Hello, My Name Is project where the employees use Hello, My Name Is badges. And um, I think that you know, I routinely hat tip Chris and that Hello, My Name Is movement, what they're doing, you know, it, it aligns a lot with some of the core principles of, of the Pink Socks movement. And that is that we all see each other. Pink Socks, the ethos behind Pink Socks is all based around gifting. That's once upon a time you met someone, they gave you some Pink Socks, you know, so they're not swag. They're, they're not handed out at conference booths. It's always a celebration of a connection between two people. It's this artifact that says, once upon a time, you know, I met this guy named Jared on a plane or standing in line at the grocery store and he gave me these pink socks. And we had this connection and maybe we shared a story together. So, you know, that's really outside of the hell of my name is movement, outside of pink socks, out of anything else. That's really what we're here on the planet for, man. We're, we're here to connect, share experiences with each other. And wow, what a, what a better world it can be if we each just take just a little bit of time each day to connect with a stranger, whether it's walking down the street, on the train, on the bus, just take out your earbuds, look up from your phone and connect with someone. Magic in those moments, Jared, magic. I'm a healthcare marketing leader. You see, I've got so many systems going on, you think I won the lottery. But our materials come from so many sources. When we try to innovate, it only forces me to shake my head. Instead, it's what I dread. It's like I said, I'm always fixing legal and brand and AP, y'all. Come on, can I consolidate? Is there a partner for me? Express Docs takes a load off your shoulders by creating a hub for all your marketing materials that's easy for your clinic managers, service line admins, and others to use. Just imagine a single workflow where all your direct mail postcards, rack cards, posters, business cards, flyers, brochures, patient handbooks, promotional products, and apparel are all in one spot. Well, that's Express Docs. Order today and have it tomorrow for most items. Visit bit.ly slash healthcare wrap three. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number three today. Download a case study or request a demo to learn more and receive a free healthcare wrap stainless steel tumbler. 
That's right, go to bit.ly slash healthcarewrap3 for more about Express Docs. Tell your whole crew. You know what? You're talking a lot about kind of humanizing healthcare. What a crazy, revolutionary idea, right? You know, and I think the shift has already happened on that. I mean, you look at, I mean, systems like the Cleveland Clinic and Intermountain and Atrium Health and, you know, you can go on. I mean, technology has really helped being, well, let's back up. Aura and high tech probably, you know, trained wreck a lot of the connection, right? So when, when people were forced to use technology and get off of paper charting, you know, we're still coming out of that where, oh, you know, I, I don't want to be typing on a computer. I want to actually look at the patient and look them in the eye and hear their story and, and, and connect with them. Technology kind of messed that up for a lot of years. Now we're at the point where technology is enabling providers and patients to get back to being two humans in a room sharing space together, hearing the stories. And so what's happening today, not in the future, what we're seeing with NLP, language, natural language processing, AI, artificial intelligence, the technology now is the point where it's actually getting us back to humanizing healthcare. And that's an exciting time to be in healthcare. What we're seeing now and what's on the, the, the very near horizon, and just a fascinating time to be in this space. I agree. And I think the irony that, you know, for those who aren't as intimately involved with seeing the the new innovations and, and emerging tech that's happening is that there, there's a bit of irony in that the advancement in tech, specifically, like you said, with AI and, and uh, natural language processing and, and just everything related to it, machine learning, you know, all, all the things that seem to make things, uh, I mean, it's artificial, right? That has the opportunity, and we're starting to see it, it has the opportunity to actually make healthcare return human again. I, I think just that ironic element of it is, is what is so interesting personally. Right, I mean, think, think back the past few years, right? So mm-hmm. you got to think there was so much resistance to technology, so much resistance to this change. A lot of it was like, you know, the technology is somehow going to replace people. That's not going to happen. What's happening and what will continue to happen is the technology is going to augment. It's going to help us. It's not going to replace us. Yeah, will some tasks be reassigned? Yes. But is the technology really going to replace people? No. What it's going to do is it's going to help us. I mean, there's already a shortage in healthcare right now. Shortage providers, short of caregivers. You know, we talk about scaling up a business. Look, you can't scale healthcare without technology. It's just impossible. You can't create more time in the equation. How do you increase throughput? How do you increase efficiency? How do you improve workflow? You lean into technology and what it can do for you and how it can assist us. And the more that organizations and systems do that, and that's what we're seeing, the more efficient they become smoother their workflow becomes. The more time they have to spend with a patient, the more time they have to spend at home with their families, the more time they have to spend recuperating and healing their own souls, right? You know, there's so much out here about physician burnout and it's a very real thing. I mean, I'm doing a conference later in the month that is all about burnout. You know, we see about on Twitter, we see talk groups, help groups. It's a very real thing. If you can use technology in a way that assists you, versus a way that weighs you down. And, you know, like I say, that's unfortunately for a lot of years, technology has gotten in the way because it's been clunky, it's been cumbersome, but now we're at the point where it's, it runs. It's doing what we envisioned that it would do, you know? So we've been beating the drums for all these years, you know, this mantra, and well, hey, guess what? It's happened and it's happening at an accelerated pace. The, The technology is getting better and better and better. And, you know, systems are learning. I, I like, 
I'm on an advisory board of a company called Doc AI that's based on AI and the blockchain. It's a learning system and software of today and the future. If the algorithms aren't learning, they're probably going to be obsolete. You know, so just standalone software that just sits there and runs, you know, certain programs. Those are going to be obsolete. You know, programs are now teaching themselves. That's this, you know, this cognitive computing, deep neural network, deep machine learning. That's where we are now, and that's where we're going, and that's not going to go backwards. So, exciting times. Yeah, they are, and there's a lot of progress involved, and I, I think that's kind of what you're describing is this an evolution or progress. And it feels like our appreciation of that progress kind of is different depending on the stage of our career or the stage of our lives. And I'm curious what you would recommend or, or any thoughts geared towards those maybe younger professionals in healthcare who are, who are trying to figure this kind of thing out and, and maybe don't have the benefit of, of having, being able to look back and appreciate all the evolution that's happened recently. You know, like you said, you know, say the last, I mean, really the last two or three years, but even the last five or 10 or, or more than that number of years, any tips you'd have just for younger professionals in general about career advancement or work-life balance or, or life? Yeah. Well, number one, I would say the younger professionals, they don't have to worry about it being in the way. That's all they've ever known. You know, most, most people that, uh, you know, millennials and, and the people that are in the workforce now, they've only known life since Al Gore invented the internet. They've known life through driving the universe through their thumbs and my main, <laughs> main advice is don't let us old folks get in your way, you know? And so it's the, the people who are resisting change. You know, I say, look, divide this out. Don't just look at it as healthcare and then what happens in your normal everyday life. Just look at it as this is life. Think about how much you use your iPhone or your Android. Think about how important that is to your daily life. Think about using Siri. Think about using Alexa. Think about all of the stuff in your house that you use to have a, a cool experience in your everyday life. Guess what? I don't know that. Oops. Look, she heard me say her name. <laughs> A-L-E-X-A just answered me. Think of all of the cool technology we use in our homes. Well, guess what? All of that cool technology plus more is now being rolled out in healthcare. So it's still odd that we have to fax things to get a CD of images. I don't even have a disk drive on my computer. I mean, if somebody gave me a CD, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I mean, it just, but yet there's legacy systems that are still lagging behind to catch up with hey, you know, there's an app for that. We can do all of that on our phone now. But those days, they're rapidly coming to, to an end. So I'd, I'd say if you're in any business that's selling fax machines or disk drives or disks, wow, it's a retirement on the horizon for you. Everybody wants their content to work, but if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk. You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win. In healthcare content marketing, gotta try something new, cause innovation is king. True North Custom, they're the bomb. Check it at truenorthcustom.com. Guys, True North Custom is looking for your input on the annual State of Healthcare Content Marketing Study. Here's your chance to win $250 and learn about trends in our industry. State of Healthcare Content Marketing is the industry's benchmark study on how organizations are leveraging content, from strategic goals to leading channels to other key insights that can inform your 2019 plans. The study's findings are annually featured in Becker's, Marketing Profs, and other leading resources. 
In return for your time and input, you'll receive an early report and be entered to win $250. The survey closes on March 15th, so don't delay. Go to bit.ly slash healthcare wrap 4. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number 4 to participate and be entered to win. So don't forget, bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number 4. Tell your whole crew. Yeah, I just saw, uh, I think it was Samsung just announced you know, they're going to stop. They're no longer making like disc players at all, like Blu-ray, DVD, anything. They're, they're no longer making them anymore. So, you know, that tells you something that confirms everything you just said. And that's such an intriguing thought of, of just, I just keep hearing the thoughts of, of potential and opportunity when I hear you talk about this kind of phase of life and, and phase of career for younger professionals. So I just love the thought of where things could go for those younger professionals. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I was just last month visiting a friend down in San Diego and who, you know, went to a, I'm not going to say the name of the facility, but he went to have some x-rays done and on his neck and, you know, they, they rolled him out of there with a, with a disc. And he's like, well, I don't have a disc drive. Like, I don't have a disc drive. You know, what are we going to do with this thing? And uh, it, it was kind of shocking that the facility in San Diego was handing out a disc with his images on it. I mean, it had very nice packaging that this thing was in and they probably spent lots and lots of money on the packaging um, having that printed and die cut and graphic art this design on it was very, very nice. But, you know, we're holding this thing that had absolutely zero use. But there's plenty of systems and solutions that uh, can share images via an app securely on your phone, which allows you not only to share it with your providers, but share it with your family and friends and anybody you want to share that information with. So it was almost laughable when he got that disc. So like I said, I think those days are rapidly sunsetting on us, which is good. Yeah, you know, another thing that's sunsetting right here is this whole rap battle segment, because I think that's a perfect spot to end it in just to think of, as we challenge the status quo, there's a perfect example of what you just shared. That's what healthcare used to look like and feel like, and that used to be the experience, and now it's totally different. So perfect way to kind of wrap that part up. And speaking of gifting, this is, I hope this doesn't come across cheesy, but usually with a shout out segment, which comes next, I usually take a turn and then, you know, the guest has an opportunity. Well, this is going to be my gift to you is to just hand over the entire shout out section to you. Shout out. This is a shout out. It's just usually where we take turns, you know, thinking of, of recognizing or honoring a person, a place or a thing, something or someone or an idea that's just struck us or made a difference for us. And quite frankly, I, there are so many that you mentioned on a day-to-day basis. I want to make sure you have opportunities to give all the shout outs you'd like to give today. Wow, Jared, there, there's so many people doing great things, right? And I'd be remiss to try to just call out a few. So if, if you don't mind, let me just kind of promote a couple of things that are going on coming very quickly here with the Pink Sox Tribe. The Pink Sox Tribe has meetups all around the world, people getting together for coffee or drinks or you know, just to hang out and meet new people. We have two coming up. And so South by Southwest is coming up in Austin, Texas. We're having a meetup there March the 9th, Saturday, March the 9th in Austin at St. Noti, which is a coffee shop in Austin. And you can go to Nick is in PDX, my Twitter account, and follow that. But we're nine o'clock at Cenote in Austin. It's on Cesar Chavez. And then um, that same day, March the 9th at South by Southwest also, there's going to be a panel at Buffalo Billiards, which is at 201 East 6th Street at 4 p.m. And it's with um, Rasu Shretha, 
Eric Gertsen from the Netherlands, Maran Mostef, who lives in, in Austin there. She's hashtag empathy princess. And myself, we're going to be on a panel talking about the empowered patient. That'll be, like I say, March 9th at 4 p.m. South by Southwest. And then we're going to have a Pink Sox meetup at HD Palooza in Washington, D.C. on March 26th. The details on that are to be determined. So follow along on Twitter, hashtag Pink Sox, hashtag HD Palooza. For the details on that, I'll also put a tweet out once we get that together. With these meetups, it's a great opportunity to meet some happy, smiley people. It's never a pitch fest. We don't talk about work. We don't try to sell anything. We just get to celebrate each other and show up. Be open, willing, and present to have an experience that just says yes. And, and the magic in seeing each other in, in all of those moments is great. We, we had about probably 100 people show up at the Pink Sox meetup in Hymns in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. These are always great. So I can't shout out hard enough to any one person, but I tell you, everybody that shows up at these meetups, they are complete, complete rock stars in their universe and what they're doing to do good things in the world. So if you want to come meet just some of the, some of the best people ever, I'd say show up at a meetup. Great thought. I, I love that. I'm glad you had an opportunity to invite people. That, that's just your nature, inviting people. There's no shortage of opportunities. There's no shortage of being a human. There's no reason not to be a human being with everything. Those are always things I've, I've appreciated of connecting with you over the years. And I've always appreciated any opportunity we've had to, to speak. And so as we kind of wrap up, anything else that we didn't touch on, anything else that you'd, just, you'd love to share with our listeners, whether it has to do with you know, humanizing healthcare or any of the topics we've shared or, or not? Yeah, I mean, I guess my main thing, you know, the mantra that I try to live by every day is love more, fear less. You know, the world out there, there's plenty of good people in it. And I try to avoid as much of the news as possible because the news only promotes negative things, unfortunately. But the reality is the world would rather hug you than hurt you. And if you can just lean into loving more and fearing less, connecting with people around you, like I say, just in your everyday life, whether it's on the train or the bus or in line at the grocery store, just say hi. Just let everybody know it's going to be okay. And it is. The world is full of good. It's like the Pink Socks says on the label, the world is full of good. When you believe it, you see it. Keep doing that. I love it. So for any listeners who want more of that positivity in their life and they want to stay connected with you or reach out and they haven't before, what's the best way for them to reach you? The best way to reach me is via Twitter at NickIsInPDX. And that's NickIsInPDX. PDX is the airport code for Portland. So... I'm here in Portland. Best way to find me and uh, find your tribe. There's a lot of people, like-minded people, just like you all around the world who want to connect and we're waiting to see you. Well, I can say we, we need more of this in healthcare. We need more of it in life in general. So thanks again, Nick, for joining us on the program. And for all of you listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this program. If you like this, let us know what you think, who you'd like to have on the program, what topics you'd like us to talk about. Hit us up. We are on Twitter also at Healthcare Wrap. And for episodes that we have had in the past, we are coming up on a year, which is crazy to think, uh, but we have that full archive of previous episodes on the web at healthcarewrap.com or in your favorite podcasting app. You can find us at healthcarewrap. I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, definitely if you haven't had a chance to subscribe or, or pass along this podcast to your friends, uh, let them know about it. We'd love to keep growing this posse of ours. And so on behalf of Nick and myself, thanks. And that's a wrap. 